who among us doesn't enjoy a good mystery? And especially when solving it means that I get to bring out my competitive side, even if it's just me against the clock, I just can't wait to uncover all the secrets. So June's Journey is a game that is completely up my alley, and I think you'll love it too. In June's Journey, a hidden object mystery game, you play as June Parker, who's on a quest to solve her sister's murder and uncover her family's many secrets. Each chapter brings you deeper into the story, and it's set in the Roaring Twenties, so beyond uncovering clues, you get to experience the glitz and glamour of the time. June's Journey is definitely not a game I play mindlessly, which I love because I get genuinely invested and a lot of it is a race against time, so there's a little fun added pressure of trying to find the clues as quickly as you can in each scene. There are also tons of ways to customize the island that you're on, learn more about the characters, and then new chapters are added weekly, so you really can't run out of things to explore. So if you think you're up to solve this case, download June's Journey for free today on iOS or Android or play on PC through Facebook games. June needs your help, detective. Survivor 46 is here, and so is On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast, and we have a twist this season. The winner of Survivor 45, D. Vyadaris, will be joining us every week. We're going behind the scenes of the biggest moments, the how and the why things happen, and the strategy and analysis you can only get from someone like me, a Survivor winner. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcast. Oi, oi, it's the IGN UK podcast and The Firm are back. I can't remember the last time The Firm did a podcast. It probably, looking back... Uh, by the way, if you don't know who the firm is, it's, it's me, Simon, uh, Dale Driver. Hello. And Joe Scrabbles. Hello. I can't, uh, looking back, it probably was about three weeks ago, but it feels like it's been much longer. I don't know. Mm. Yeah, 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 I think, it, sure. I I think it was probably really recent, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. So what is time anymore? Um, do you know what we've got to talk about this week? A whole lot of Resident Evil, because last night, big old Resident Evil stream... Um, odd Resident Evil stream, I thought. It's just a lot of odd stuff being announced from mm. my point of view. And just kind of a weird stream of just, like, the people in it. I just wasn't expecting sort of I think, half the yeah. people that showed I, what, up. Like a I naughty think, dog character artist. Yeah. yeah. I, think, <laughs> I think any stream that includes Mark Cerny looking directly into a camera and oh speaking God, really, yeah. really slowly is always a weird stream. <laughs> like, <laughs> you see, because obviously, uh, Phil Spencer is in it as well. And, um, Everyone, whenever he's on a video, now everyone looks at the background to see what like figures he's got, what hints mm. to what games are we doing. Both he and Mark Cerny had the both Ludens, yeah, they both had Death Stranding yeah. statue. <laughs> so it's like who's 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 getting Kojima next? Because obviously there are the rumors. I actually that Xbox think are trying to get Kojima. I actually think that's a rumor that Kojima's not going with either of them, and this is them <gasps> trying to bring them back. He's actually going with Nintendo. <laughs> Look, Ooh, if, if the rest own of, console, if the rest of the internet will report on baseless stuff said on podcasts we might as well yeah. try and get our own podcast out there so i'm pu- i'm putting right, it out there it. kojima is building a console yeah. and it's gonna be called the ludens box and he's putting two putting the v's up at all the rest of them that's what's mm. happening is that what you would call it wouldn't you call it maybe the, something with fox like fox machine or something he's not allowed to use box. fox anymore although fox <laughs> I, is I, he's going back to it's... konami and making the fox box that's what's happening. <laughs> interesting because the rumours I heard from 
an unnamed source where mm-hmm. it's called the Reedus and it's just a 3D model of Norman Reedus's head and but, his mouth is the CD uh, like drive. Ooh. Yeah, that's what I heard. That's a wide mouth. Yeah, and I did say CD. <laughs> this is the twist. We're going back to CDs. No Blu-rays anymore. We're doing standard definition gaming from Kojima Productions in the future. Love it. And there's a special edition that looks like the Cenobite CD. Where who? Yes, yes. Who would shoot stuff out? <laughs> that's the um, yeah, that's the American version. They get the uh, the Xenobite. The uh, it's like the uh, Super Nintendo days. Anyway, should we talk about Resident <laughs> Evil? Um, <laughs> Resident Evil Eight or Resident Evil Village, whatever you want to call it. Village, because uh, that's the title. That is the name of it. But yeah. yeah, it's also Resident Evil Eight, isn't mm, it? Has the has the V I I. They've done that very cleverly. What I are they going to do next time? Like that. For the, how like, do they get the village? <laughs> Uh, the Villagio, isn't that? No, it's the Bellagio, isn't it? I've made up a word. I don't know. Vill, Vill. What about um? Oh no, can't be. But it has anyway. to be IX. Anyway, we'll work it out at some point. Well, it's be crucifix. No, Resident Evil crucifix. No, it's no, it's not IX. Okay, so it's X. Resident Evil. What the fuck is going on? Uh, Resident Evil Village, they showed off a new trailer for, um, it looks just as horrible as it has every other time I've seen it. Um, I disagree. Yeah. I think it, I think it looks like sillier than I've ever seen it. Absolutely. But it still looks horrible. Yeah. I mean, it's always going to be gross. But, yeah. but, they, but they've never really had villains. But uh, I say that, and as soon as I, I start saying that, like Salazar came to my mind immediately. Yeah. yeah, I know what you mean. It does remind of Resident Evil Four the most. I think it has those sort of, well, obviously the village and like the aesthetic, and just those villains do seem a little bit like campier in a way. That's 100%, it. Yeah. There's a real level of like over the top sort of campy hammer horroriness to it that I'm re- like I'm not a Resi guy. Like it's never been my thing. In particular, I always like the idea of it more than the the reality of it. But this one is the one where I'm getting closest to be like, I'm actually quite excited to play this because it just mm. looks so just all over the place. It looks wild. I have no yeah. idea what the story is. Even the more they tell me about it, the less I understand what's going to happen. Yeah, mm-hmm. so I am a massive Resi guy, but this is, like what Jesse says, it feels such a departure, but also familiar at the same time. I think it feels like it's going to be a great mesh of um, some of the ideas of seven and four, but mm. then with this extra like can be horror element, we've seen werewolves, we've seen vampires. You mm-hmm. got to guess there's going to be more mystical, mythical creatures, I should say, in inside this game. Like I'm so excited to see what else they get out of it as well, especially because mm-hmm. they've shown a bit more of. Well, we don't know. It's, there's a character being referred to as Heisenberg. I'm guessing it's that guy with the hat. He looks like mm. a Bloodborne character. Mm-hmm. Like. um We've seen seen more of him now. It's, it seems like he's almost being presented the same. Is it Dimitrescu or Dimitresque? Because it, didn't the host say Dimitrescu or something like that? I don't know what. Yeah, I I would say Dimitrescu just from yeah. football uh, knowledge. <laughs> it might be that's a, how it's it might be a Romanian pronunciation thing that we yeah. yeah. that we don't. She know. pronounced it Dimitrescu, and I was like, oh god, that's fucked everything up now. It's like it's like Ghost of Tsushima <laughs> all over again. Everything up. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna have to relearn. Well, when you're doing VO for it, you have to like reprogram your brain how to pronounce the word <laughs> it's it's one of those that um i think it'll be good from what i've seen it'll be very good like just resi games aren't normally my cup of tea i do prefer a third person resi over the first person personally that's did you actually like play seven did you i played a bit yeah i played a bit at the start and it's just not for me i just don't 
I think I've said it before, I just don't enjoy horror games, which is weird because I love horror films, but mm. horror games, I don't know, they just don't do it for me. That's not what I want to play. I'd, that's fair um, enough. You probably won't be into yeah. this, to be honest. Well, but that's the thing. Like you said, there's the sillier bits, and I do love Resident Evil 4, which yeah. I think a lot of people do. But um, if it's got some of those vibes, and it's one of those, like, if it comes out and it's getting rave reviews everywhere, I'll play it and I'll give it a good go. But mm. yeah, I like... It's one of those where I can appreciate Resident Evil 7 is great and I've watched people play it and I yeah, I like it. I think the first half is a lot better, but mm. like, I just have no great desire to play that myself. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, it's, well, it's only, what, three weeks away yeah, now? it's not it? far it's at not all. Long. May 7th it comes out, so... It's just good to have a big... Like, we can't... What, recently we had Outriders, which is a big-ish game. Like, probably a game that has got bigger than it is because nothing else has come out, to be honest. Like, mm. it wouldn't normally be as big as it is. Yeah. But, um, Feels like we're picking yeah, up steam is... again. Like, the, you know, exactly. the, big, the big hitters are coming. We've got... Uh, what well, Next month we've got Resi and Mass Effect, and I'm looking forward to definitely playing Mass Effect. And, uh, yeah, some Resi. Yeah. Um, but... but with Resident Evil... Go on. Yes. You were going to do that second as say, well. <laughs> this is the thing I love most about Resident Evil, which is Mercenaries mode, mm. which is what I played at my friend's house when I was, I don't know, 15 or all the time when I like stayed at his like th- that's why my fondest memories of any resident evil game are playing resident evil 4 mercenaries and like to have that back that that did bring a little yeah. smile to my face it quite surprises me actually because i'm never like i'm a huge resident evil fan but mercenaries never really bo- i'm not been bothered with it mm-hmm. but i'm always surprised at how much people get excited about it and i, I guess it is because of like you said, you were that age range where when you yeah. got Resident Evil 4, that's what you played. Where for me, it was just I felt I just did the story over and over again. So yeah. they're, 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 that mode has a lot of love. I'm always surprised by it. I think it was just good to play with friends and try and get high scores. And it was just before, you know, Call of Duty became a thing. So it was kind of like a semi-competitive yeah. shooter you could play at that time in mm. a way. Um I don't. I, I hope it's good. I hope they just basically take what Mercenaries was and put it in this new world, and yeah. people only, would be happy. My only slight concern is that I don't. When I think of Resident Evil Seven, I don't think of it as being like the most dynamic in terms of controls, first-person controls and stuff. And I don't know if that completely lends itself to this sort of mode. Although they did say there was like boosters where you can, you know, you get you can speed up, and all sorts of different thing, rules come into play. So maybe that changes it. But everything I've seen of it so far. I love that viewpoint for a horror game, but I'm not sure if it works as like time trials. And I don't know. That's just my opinion. Yeah, we'll see. We'll um, see when it comes out. Will I buy this game just to play Mercenaries? Probably <laughs> not. But uh, we'll see. It's a nice little thing to do. Mm. Um, also announced uh, lots, lots of announcements. We're not gonna, I don't think we'll go through all of them, but um, you'll be able to play Resident Evil Village soon. There's a demo coming out, which. I've I've kind of read over this three different times now. I still don't fully understand what this yeah. demo is. Joe, you're a newsman. Have you worked it out? Don't ask me. I di- I wasn't <laughs> online. I didn't okay. watch it. I think I've I've Dale. The answer. Yeah, <laughs> I think I've Dale got... might have the answer. Here we go. There's a demo soon. So Take it away, Dale. I believe this weekend it's only on PlayStation consoles, and it's two 30-minute segments. One is the village, and one is the castle. You get to play okay. one on one day, which is, I think, in the UK on the Sunday, and then the other on the Monday or maybe a few days later. Then, okay. in May, I believe the same demos come out, but it's as one collection, and that's on everything. That's on Stadia, yep. it's on Xbox okay. and stuff. And also, oh, I forgot to mention with the first lot, it's on an eight-hour timer, and that's not, you can play it for eight hours, you can only play it in that window. 
during that eight hours. During that okay. eight hours. Yeah, and, you, and it's 30 minute timed. Whereas the second one is a 24 hour window. It's all very messy, basically. Yeah, <laughs> it strikes that's, that's me. A weird way of doing it. It's mm. a deeply irritating way of demoing your game. And frankly, <laughs> after so many good demos from Resi in the last few years, I am surprised yeah. at how shit this sounds. I'm surprised they Crazy. even felt the need to release this. They already did like the demo a few weeks ago and mm. that went down well. Like, and it's just so so you say you're on a 30 minute timer like are you playing the full game and you can get as far as you can in that 30 minutes in that section who like, knows know. so they did do this for resident evil 2 remake they it was on a timer i believe like it was only available to play during a certain window but i believe you could reset it or something or maybe people were just changing their clocks back or something there was a way of resetting it in some way okay. it did something like this. to be honest i was much more of a fan of the way resident evil 7 demo worked which was just release a demo and then just update the demo and keep up yeah. the demo and mm-hmm. add a new stuff to it and new mysteries i Make, thought that yeah. was like super cool the fact that it was a mystery was always a cool thing with that you know like yeah. i remember us being in the office during that time and every time we thought it got updated you'd be going in looking for whatever it was new mannequin fingers or whatever yeah, the thing there's a the thumb yeah yeah like um, it's just that's a really it was just a really smart way to do it and then to go all the way to the other side and be like yeah you can play what the game will be and i get why they're doing this because the first the maiden demo isn't particularly um no it's not the game it's a yeah. it's a tonal teaser right um whereas you want to give people an idea of like the action-oriented game or whatever but just I just don't do it with the eight hour window thing. No. Like, oh, it's just yeah. splitting it in two as well. And like, just, I don't know. Enjoy it. But you know, it's odd, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> I think we odd. can all agree it's odd. No. Um, I wasn't expecting this at all. Resident Evil 4 VR mm. announced. Little Jesse Oculus. Gomez losing his side. goddamn mind. Yeah. <laughs> it's for, well, it's for Oculus Quest 2 only at mm. the moment. I think they've said pretty much forever is it exclusive I, from what i read it's not coming well it's not coming to anything else no, anytime soon to, yeah. at least um is it the like if they confirmed is it the full resident evil 4 in I, vr from what i can tell it's implied that it's that's the case um yep. there's some things in that game i'm like oh, that feels like it'd be mental in vr um <laughs> but i guess they've got ways to do it i suppose um yeah, I'm, I I don't really play. V- I'm not massive in VR games, but mm-hmm. because it's Resident Evil Four, one of my favourite games, I definitely think I'm going to try yeah. and check out. Getting a Quest Two is going to be a challenge in itself. Mm. I think. Yeah, so I was, I would have thought they would tried doing it in first person before they put it straight to VR. But yeah, there we go. You know, um, straight to the job. The best bit about it though is the VR attaché case organisation. Surely that's yeah, like, that that's like Tetris Effect Two, mate. That does look <laughs> nice. <laughs> so, how about um? Isn't there the bit in the lake where you get eaten up? That's gonna be horrible. Yeah, exactly. There's a lot of giant monsters. Well, there's the they call the Gigantor or Gigante or something like that, mm. which is huge. Imagine that in VR. It's terrifying. That Imagine little like Salazar. Your can you just like can you punch little Salazar in the face? <laughs> I'm on the head. <laughs> but if you think about what he becomes as well, like spoilers for Resident Evil Four, but like he becomes an absolute giant blob monster. That is going to be horrible. Looking at that, in VR. that game is deeply stressful. I can't imagine what it's going to be like to play in VR. Like that, the village mm-hmm. section at the start is going to be awful. Like yeah. they're just in that little room spinning around. Well, <laughs> Spati- that's the thing. Spatial audio with the fucking chainsaw man coming in. Like, oh, oh god. god. There's a lot of uh, traversal in that section as well. A lot of going up mm. and down ladders, jumping off roofs. Like, how's that work? I'm, I'm curious how it's going to be translated. Yeah. I mean, like yeah. people 
a lot of people liked the Resi 7 VR, even though it was like a very make you sick experience. So <laughs> maybe it's just, maybe they are just going like, we'll cut our losses. You know, if some people don't like it, they don't like it, but we're making yeah. the whole game this way. Well, I think in five days at the Oculus Showcase, uh, we'll find out a lot more about that. Yes, uh, indeed. I've got, yeah. I've got a question. I wonder what you guys Go think. Go on. So obviously there's been a rumoured Resident Evil 4 remake mm. in the vein of 2 and 3 for a while. This is not it, right? This is no, something extra. No. Yeah, those okay. rumours which Surely come not. from... Those rumours do come from quite good sources. I think they stemmed from VGC. Um, and those ones seem to revolve around the idea of like there was a full remake further along in development. Uh, and then uh, Capcom did not like it enough and have rebooted development on it. Um, right. Okay. okay. But the the rebooting reason is quite odd. I think if I'm if ah, I'm going to get this wrong, but if I'm right in remembering, the reboot apparently is because they were making the game too faithfully to the original. Yeah, that's, right, I yes. remember that now. Yeah, it was, which is odd because surely that's what people want. But does that mean it was just too clunky? Because going, I recently tried to play the original. It was on Switch, to be fair. So it's you know not the best place to probably play Resident Evil Four, but. Uh, it did, did strike me how not easy it is to play yeah. anymore. Like, just the aiming is like... It's you, not can't, a, you can't move and shoot, not can great. you? Either. Exactly. Yeah. Um, that took me aback quite a bit. So maybe they were keeping stuff like that and they were like, no, what are you doing? <laughs> like, yeah, I see that. Really. They also, but, um, with 2 and especially with 3, they did, like, they took the essence of the story, but they did drastically alter it as well. So maybe they're mm-hmm. looking for that approach. Like, we mm. want you to do your own version of this story instead of just yeah. beat for beat. Maybe this is my memory just being hazy, but... Four is quite a bit longer than two and three, oh, yeah. isn't it? It's a yeah, big game, yeah. 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 So, yeah, we'll see. Look, I, I will play that when it comes out. Uh, I say that now, who knows? <laughs> but yeah, it's interesting they went for four in VR and not... Because there's no sign of Village being in VR, is there, despite no. seven being a VR game. And this one's first person as well, so... Don't Can know. you imagine Lady Maybe... Dimitrescu didn't... Dimitrescu oh, that's exactly what I was going to say. People yeah. would people would lose their minds modders <laughs> modders would have an absolute field day where that they're gonna go anyway but imagine yeah it's gonna be grim yeah. um i'm looking forward to it um, <laughs> um there were other couple other things announced they weren't really I'd, it, are you interested in the resident evil infinite darkness coming to netflix which is an animated movie about zombie outbreak at the white mm. house I think I watch it because it's Resident <laughs> Evil, but I'm not interested. I've I've seen a few of the the animated films, and there's only two of them actually. I think, um, yeah, they didn't really do much for me, to be honest. What it's about the new live action one? That I'm interested in, even though I do not like the the previous film series at all. Mm. Even mm-hmm. though I'd always end up watching them, and then halfway through, think, why am I? Watching? This is just absolutely <laughs> terrible, and turning it off halfway through. That's- a little bit of hope is building, though, for video game films. Like, Sonic came out, wasn't bad. Mm-hmm. Mortal Kombat, I think the initial reactions came out this week, and people were f- fairly positive. Yeah, mm-hmm. so, that's wicked. Yeah. You know, maybe the tide is turning. A good Resident Evil film might be on the way, down. Hopefully. If not, Bloody we'll nice. make it. Got a lot. Another thing that happened this week is the... Well, not the director. Was it the director? One of the lead developers on Dragon Age uh, 2, wasn't it? Mm-hmm. I've lost my he's a, he was, he's a Well, he's a narrative designer. He's like a writer. Yes. Narrative design, lead writer even, on um, Dragon Age 2, basically said... Came, well, he tweeted... What's the best way to say this? He tweeted, if you could change Dragon Age 2 like in a Snack Snyder, Snack Snyder even style, 
which is go back and change the game. We all know we're not going to talk about the actual Snyder Cut. Don't worry, we're not going down there again. <laughs> um, we're talking about games still. Um, he basically gave a lot of reasons. And I haven't played Dragon Age 2, so a lot of the reasons he was saying he would and things he would change didn't mean a lot to me. But it, it was interesting. It got a lot of people thinking about what games would they like to see get the, in quotation marks, Snyder Cut mm-hmm. job done to them, which is, you know, they're in development and they didn't quite turn out how they were rumoured to or things were cut out or, you know, the things that were promised. Not necessarily things that are promised never came to fruition because that's not what we're talking about. We're talking about more... It's, it's, it's a hard one to explain. How would well, you no, I, I, I do think it's a little bit that. For me, it's... it's... Yeah. Something that was teased or an element of a version of something that was teased that never came to fruition. Yeah. Which, what we got was a different version. Yeah. And it's just like, well, like, like you could have a, essentially a director's cut, you know, a Zack Snyder mm-hmm. cut. So. Exactly. Sometimes like after the fact you hear, oh, right, this was the original plan of what this game was going to be. And it's a shame we never got it. And they can still be good, like very good games, but you know, mm. they could have been amazing. Um, we've, I think we've got one or two examples each. I don't know who wants to go first. Um, I'll, I'll go first just because it. it leads on from the previous section which is Resident Evil <laughs> um, and I want to preface so there's two of them actually and I want to preface that both of the actual games that came out I truly believe uh, would have been always been the superior version but I think it's more as a fan and a curiosity aspect I would love to see the other versions and there was, so there was Resident Evil 1.5 which was the original version of what 2 was going to be and that mm-hmm. one was uh, so they had a different, they didn't have Claire Redfield. They had a different female character called Elsa Walker. Um, most, most of the idea of the story was the same, but the police station, its whole aesthetic was like way more modern and less like this sort of old architecture, like an old museum architecture. And, mm-hmm. um, apparently they just, they got to like 90% finished and decided to scrap the thing and just start again with that one. It's that's mad, isn't it? That's the, <laughs> is that, that's the one where it was developed by Hideki Kamiya that became Devil May Cry, isn't it? Yeah, I, I believe that. Yeah, that was the seed for it, at least yeah. at some point. Well, Which actually, is maybe, wild. Yeah, actually, no, maybe that's not the same thing. But de- I definitely remember hearing about the Devil May Cry thing, which they came up with an idea for Resident Evil, and then they morphed it into Devil well, May Cry. Yeah, because Cameo was making Resi. Oh no, wait, sorry, is it the other way round? No, it Cameo. No, is yeah, that Cam- way round? Cameo yeah. was making Resi Two. It fell apart, and then he went on to make Devil May Cry right, with a bunch okay, of the yeah. ideas that came out for that thing, which is like uh, nuts. The the mad thing is, um, fans have kind of like rebuilt a lot of that game. Like there was a lot out there, and you can kind of watch like, almost like a full playthrough on YouTube of it, of what maybe some fans have like filled the blanks a little bit. Mm. Um, it's clear to see that the actual version that came out was superior. But I would always love, as a fan and a, like a purist fan i'd love to go back and play it and the other one was a few years later which is um, resident evil 3.5 which was what was going to be four and that one is apart from having leon kennedy completely different there was mm. it was all about ghosts and ha- like a, ha- a proper haunted house it wasn't over the shoulder cam well elements were it was the fixed viewpoints of traditional resident evil mixed with over the shoulder it was quite bizarre actually like when you'd be walking around if you started targeting it would just zip round to the shoulder so it's quite mm. odd. Um, yeah. And that's another one, I think, because I would love to see Resident Evil dealing with the idea of ghosts. Um, they kind of teased it in the Resident Evil 7 demo, actually. There was elements of ghosts in that, and it turned out to like be a red herring. Um, so, yeah, I would love to see that. You never know, that might be in Village. Yeah. <laughs> Who knows? Is that not the one? Ghosties? Is that the one where they had the dude with the big hook, and then yes. that became a thing in Evil Within? as like mm, a pointed right, reference yeah. to the game camp uh, Mikami never got to make. 
Yeah, so it's actually like nicknamed Hawkman, and there yeah. was there was uh, they released free demos, showed free demos, and all of them showed different environments. And I believe there's like people like you know trying to sort of build a version of that as well. Like Resident Evil fans are very passionate about like you know rebuilding these things. So mm. It's quite enjoyable to see, but I, I yeah, so I would love to see a version of that realised. Mm-hmm. It's still oh. really funny that there's a game called Evil Within that's basically just Resident Evil. Like, I didn't like <laughs> Evil Within, though. I never got on with it. No, it's just... Uh, yeah. You never really think about the fact that that name is basically a joke. Like, it's <laughs> such a strange <laughs> yeah. decision. Yeah, it is, isn't it? But it's good. Uh, I've got a couple of different ones. Mm-hmm. Uh, a couple of different series. Uh, one of them is... And again, like we said, these are sometimes games we absolutely love, and one of mine is Portal 2, which is... I think an incredible game. I think mm-hmm. a lot of people would agree. One of the best games ever made. Uh, until It Takes Two came out, maybe the best co-op game ever made. But, oh, shit. You know, that's a bold statement. Oh, it's, it is bold, isn't it? But I'm being bold. Um, <laughs> but yeah, there was always rumours, and I only found out about this recently, actually, that there are rumours that when Valve were making Portal 2, the idea between the Portal games was that there were always going to be a different mechanic introduced each time so the portal gun was never going to be in portal 2 it was going to be a device called the f-stop mm. which was basically a polaroid camera which you would take pictures like the puzzles would be you take a picture of an object with the polaroid and then you could reproduce that object anywhere in the oh, space okay. that you wanted to solve problems and it's kind of a little bit like games like super liminal recently mm. have played with that a little bit um but yeah, there were rumours that they were going to... Eventually, they just went, no, let's just make a direct pool too, which mm. wasn't a bad move by any means. I think a lot of people would agree. But I just like that idea of we could have got a lot more different puzzle games from Valve out of that, and they could, it could have carried on like, it, like yeah, I want to know what F-Stop is. Like, I guess uh, maybe they just ran out of puzzle ideas. <laughs> yeah, the, go- the goop stuff in Portal 2 feels like, you know, a, a version of that where they're like, well, here's a different, you know... Yeah. Here's a different mm-hmm. a different item entirely that you can play with. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know yeah. if it was called got... Goop. Um, but yeah. <laughs> Maybe uh, in Portal 3, mate. One. They're definitely making that, so... Oh, I would love a Portal 3. <laughs> like, come on. Come on, you guys. <laughs> you gave everyone, the, gave everyone the Half-Life Alex. You know, give people the Portal Yeah, and he took them, like, oh. 15 years or whatever it was. <laughs> well, it's been, like, what, 10, 11 since That's Portal 3, hasn't it? Yeah, it's been 10 time. years, I think, this week, actually. Uh, happy birthday, Paul, too. Um, I've got. I do have another one, but do we want to take? T- I don't know if anyone else has more than one. I've uh, got. Well, I've got some little because I did some. I just went looking around to see if I could remind myself of things. I've got like a little miniature list of uh, mad, okay. mad bullshit that never made it into things. Oh, the main one oh, being, go on. In the original, <laughs> I didn't know this before today. Uh, in the original version of Mario Bros, there were there was documentation released that showed that at one point. Mario rode around on a little rocket and had a laser gun, Ooh, <laughs> which wow. like that's just a completely oh, wow. different game. Like at Was some he a point, plumber still, yeah. Oh, I don't know, <laughs> but like at that point, Mario's a dude with a gun. <laughs> like it's a shooter, <laughs> and and the whole of history would have changed. Um, I quite like that. It sounds like a Balan Wonderworld. Uh... Ability. I don't know how many people have watched a lot of Balan Wonderworld, but my god, I can't believe that game exists. Jesus <laughs> Christ! A full price. Sixty dollars, fifty pounds. Oh yeah, well, right. for long. The original, <laughs> the original Zelda was a cyberpunk game. That was one. Um, Link. What? Link Sorry, was a, to explain that. Link was a name that was meant to evoke like computer stuff. Well, like, like in, in Matrix Reloaded. Yeah, 
basically. <laughs> um, and they were like cool little cyberpunky people. Uh, and then Miyamoto was like, mm, probably not. <laughs> so they got My rid sword. of that. But there's pictures yeah. of like what, I think there are pictures out there of what Link looked like in concept art and stuff. Uh, and another one I found out today that I'd never seen before is that in the original Half-Life, there was an enemy called Mr. Friendly, who was a big, like, headless pig that would eat bodies that got left mm. around and jump on you and eat you. It looks absolutely you, grotesque. If he doesn't have a head, how does he eat you? What's he well, I think he's just it? got a big hole in the front of his body. Oh, um, it looks horrible. <laughs> there's, okay. a, there's a screenshot of Mr. Friendly, and I don't like you- it. <laughs> Is this why we don't get many Valve games? Because they are just constantly making these ideas like Polaroid cameras, big pigs. They're just like trying all these things out and just going, nah, nah, none of this is working, is it? Fucking it off. Yeah, just like, yeah. get rid. Um, you got to throw a lot of shit at the wall, mate. Only some of it will stick. And also one thing, <laughs> I, I went looking, because this is more, this is less something, a Snyder Cut that I'd like to see. But at the time, my brother got obsessed. What are you laughing at? I just Googled the Mr. Friendly Half-Life. Oh, it's disgusting, it. isn't it? <laughs> But then the first that- thing I said, oh, I don't even want to read it. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I've got to no. say it now, right? But somebody yeah, has made yeah. an image on the internet that says, Half-Life Rape Alien. <laughs> Just oh a picture of this alien. Oh. I was like, bloody hell. Well, that's no, not nice. Thank you. Yeah. Um, that's why it wasn't made. <laughs> he is he is disgusting. Um, the the My brother got obsessed with uh, Fable 2 when it was in development because obviously he had the the Molyneux effect of promising quite a lot of things. Uh, And I just remember how unbelievably furious my brother was when Fable 2 came out and wasn't the game he wanted. Um, But I looked it up and I was like, actually, there's not that much here that sounds amazing to me. But the one thing I saw, and this is the opposite of uh, something I want to see in a game. This is like one of the worst ideas I've ever heard, and I'm so glad they got rid of it. At one point, if you were playing a female character in Fable, they wanted you to be able to get pregnant and, like, actually be increasingly pregnant. So the idea is you're, like, a fantasy adventurer going around, like, six months pregnant. I was like, how do you think this is going to work? Like, this sounds horrible. It's yeah, what's, what's the end goal of this? What you just have a baby and you leave it and carry on? Well, you could have what... a baby in Fable Two, but it was just mm. like it just appeared in your house, like it was just a, oh, okay. like a cradle would appear. But the idea that you're like a pregnant woman being attacked with weapons—it just sounds yeah, like not... absolutely grotesque. <laughs> you know what um, the, ideal, is it? What the fun part of the gameplay is about that idea? I don't, I don't know. Um, so yeah, delighted they got rid of that because yeah. it sounds like yeah. it would have just been awful. Um, that is but yeah. bizarre. Um, but my other one is kind of twofold. I've got a double Bioshock hit. I think uh, the more popular and well-known one is that there were always the rumours that Bioshock Infinite was going to be open world, and that's what the mm-hmm. whole um, hook was basically yeah. made for, was to traverse around that world more freely. Um, I would still love an open world Bioshock, and there are, I think, this this week we again got rumours that the next Bioshock might be actually open world. Um, yeah, they're looking for people with experience in open world design, which doesn't mean the same mm, thing as it's an open no. world game. Yeah, but we can hope. Um, I just I just would play more Bioshock because I love them. Um, but yeah, the one I didn't know much about was Bioshock Two, which was the idea. Which I think is one that works well. Like I don't think Bioshock Two is a bad game by any means, but it's not as good as one and three. Um, mm-hmm. But the big sisters in those games, the original idea of those was that basically there would be a big sister villain, which basically was Mr. X from Resident Evil that would follow you around the whole game. You could never kill it. You'd constantly be like knocking it back and running away. Like 
that sounds like a cool idea and that would have worked really well in that world i think mm. um it's just kind of a shame they got rid of that i think i would like to see how that would have worked um but yeah that's yeah i'm not you know i don't actually want people to go back and remake these games uh, no i've got no. i've got two i've got two kind of connected ones which are just yeah. games that sh- were intended to be much bigger than they were which is Alan Wake being designed as an open world game, yes. which when you get to the mm-hmm. end of that game, you can feel it because there are these long sections where you have to fucking drive Just everywhere. Drive. Yeah. Um, but the thing I read about this that I didn't know, because I knew it'd been designed like that, and I knew that they planned like a day-night cycle to play on the explore Bright Falls and then have fights against mm-hmm. shadow people in the in the nighttime. The thing I'd never heard of before is that at one point there was apparently you'd control a tornado which i don't oh, know wow. what i don't know what that's for i don't know what you'd do with it but i love the idea of like just being it's alan wake just... and then going and now i'm a tornado see you later <laughs> Maybe it's, a, it's a tornado filled with like street lights so you're using it as the light to like guide a path or something i don't know mm, that's my idea i don't work at remedy which is probably for the best isn't um, probably, <laughs> it's probably a gun in just cause where you can control a tornado isn't there or send a tornado out uh, but the last game had massive, like, um, environment, like, natural disasters. I think I'm, the massive tornado. Yeah, I'm putting the wind gun together in my mind, I think. Yeah. I don't think you could control it, but you could send it out, which was weird. (laughs) Um, and the other, the other one, obviously, Mm. I've got to talk about Dragon's Dogma, the best RPG ever made. Um, which is, uh, which which was like a, which was twice as big when they planned it and they just kept cutting it back because there was, no one believed in, like, apparently at the time when it was being made, because the idea was Capcom, or Itsuno at Capcom wanted to make an open world game that felt like a Western RPG, but using Capcom's, like, action smarts. Um, and mm-hmm. apparently at the time, according to him, most of the people at Capcom didn't even fucking know what Elder Scrolls Oblivion was, despite it being, <laughs> like, a huge, huge game. And so they kept being like, this is stupid, like, we're taking your budget away. Um, to the point where you had to keep cutting it down. At one point, that game was going to end with you going to the moon. Uh, and I'm so angry <laughs> that there isn't an open world game where I get to go to the moon just as part of the game. That's not fair. Oh, what about yeah. Super Mario Odyssey? Well, that's not yeah, quite it's open world. Um, yeah. But that is now exact. I'm basically hoping that's what Pragmata is. Like, <laughs> whatever the fuck Pragmata turns out to be, <laughs> I want it to be an open world game where the moon is a bit of it. That would moon be great. level. Let's That's get that. One. That's what Joe wants. Give it to him. Um, Give me the moon. Yeah, I was thinking like along those lines. There was more when I was originally thinking this. Like games, I'd like if they went back and like kind of added elements from other games to make them better. Like the example I have is if like this progression systems and like quest design from Assassin's Creed Valhalla was implemented back into Origins and Odyssey. I'd go back and a hundred percent those games just because. The progression and the leveling up and the like level like gatekeeping of missions basically is what yeah. stopped me playing that game. And Valhalla does a great job at keeping you moving. So if they could just go back to those games and just you know basically uh, get rid of the leveling system, then yeah. I'd be happy. I have something like that, almost exactly the same mm-hmm. actually. Is with um, I wish if it had all been nice and rosy and the relationships had stayed good, that we could have had Metal Gear and Metal Gear Two remade in like the Phantom Pain's engine. I think I would love to see in those stories, right? Part, you know, yeah. which is part of the grand story, like realized with like, modern technology and modern engines. Mm-hmm. Cause the Phantom Pain, like, although it's light on story, it's actual mechanics, I think are phenomenal. Like, yeah. 
Well, or they could just go back and finish the Phantom Pain. Dinosaur, yeah, so. probably not. Gonna happen, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that right. is one as well. Yeah, yeah. That's Lovely. it. I don't think we've ever known enough about what the actual idea was for Phantom no. Pain. I, well, maybe yeah. actually, maybe we have. But either way, yeah, that would be a good one because yeah. I'd like to finish that game one day. <laughs> <laughs> um, that would I be just nice. Gave up. Good chat about games. Um, before we get to the endless search, I just want to recommend a film that everyone should watch. I think called. Ooh. You might have already watched it. It's been out. It's been out a while in the US. I think it only came to you can rent it in the UK at the moment. Last few weeks, I think, is Judas and the Black Messiah, which is an incredible film that stars Daniel Kaluuya, who's probably going to win the Oscar. He's won every award going so far for it as uh, Fred Hampton, who was like a young like party chairman of the Black Panthers um, decades ago in the US, and it's basically about him and Lakeith Stanfield, who's also incredible in this film. And the, just like the whole setup is, I'm not spoiling anything, this happens in the first few minutes of the film. The whole idea of the film is Lakeith Stanfield is basically a criminal who is hired by the FBI to infiltrate the Black Panthers and get information about Fred Hampton. So it's kind of almost, if you've seen Black Klansman, yeah. it's kind of almost the opposite of that in a way. So they're a good like double bill to watch. Like what I will say is Black Klansman is... I, I love I love both of these films. Black Hampton is much lighter, like it's occasionally hilarious. Whereas Juice on the Black Messiah is very straight, like it okay. is a drama and it is about heavy stuff. So don't go into this film expecting a laugh. But it's the best film I've seen this year. I want it like it's almost the Oscars. I'd love for it to win. I don't think it's going to because mm. it looks like Nomadland has that all tied up. But mm. um, yeah, those two main performances. Plus you've got Jesse Plemons as well, who's always so good. good to see I, mean, um, I was interested i love him before. when he's being a bit more sinister as well <laughs> yeah um he's amazing but yeah i would recommend that film to anyone uh so please watch it has stanfield been in a bad film yet well, like have you watched he, sorry to bother you i haven't seen that yet it's yeah i have it's really properly bizarre in a way that i'm not bizarre. sure i don't yeah. think i loved it but I don't, it's certainly not it's, a bad. It's film. not. It's definitely not bad. Get Out's obviously great. Mm-hmm. Um, Short Term Twelve is very good. I was like that first. I think that's the first time I've seen him. Atlanta is obviously brilliant. Not a film, yeah. but uh, it's, yeah, he's know. just it's he's got this wild he's career. He's so good. Um, yeah. I love, and I think you could say pretty much the same for Daniel Kaluuya as well. And both of those together is amazing. Um, oh, he's in the Girl yeah. in the Spider's Web. So. Oh, okay, yeah, it's been a. Mm. So I was, he was. Mm. I was in Knives Out as well. I forgot about that. Yeah, he was in Uncut Gems as well. He's yeah, a weird yeah. part in Knives Out because like everyone in that film is so over the top, and then Lakeith yeah. Stanfield, as far as I can tell, yeah. one of the strangest people in Hollywood, plays this totally normal policeman, <laughs> especially like, right oh, next like to it. Daniel Craig being mental in that film. I as well. I always forget he plays Snoop Dogg in Straight Outta Compton as well. Oh yeah, which is delightful. <laughs> yeah, that is uh, good. Yeah. He's yeah, great. He's, he's a very good actor. Um, Actually, just but sadly. Oh, go on. Daniel Kuh is going to win the award and not him. Well, not just, sadly, because they're both brilliant. <laughs> just to cut in on recommendations, if anyone loved the bit where I talked about the uh, art forgery documentary last week, <laughs> the algorithm served me uh, a new a new Netflix series or miniseries called This is a Robbery, which is about the world's largest ever art heist. I'm only two episodes out of four into it so far. But it's one of those documentaries where you watch it and you're like, how have I never heard this story before? Like, it is 
bonkers. Someone just walked into this weird museum in Boston and stole $200 million worth of paintings by cutting them out of the frames. Oh, um, so it's just, I was just wild. I was actually, I mean, to watch that, um, the art forgery thing you recommended last week. And I actually think I accidentally found this one because it was a four part series. Oh, yeah. So I yeah. must, I might have accidentally started watching this one instead. So, <laughs> both uh, good. It's good to know. Yeah. If you're in, I'll if go you're for the other one your, first. If you're into your generalized art crime situation, Netflix is pretty yeah. great at the moment in the UK. I'm loving it. Um, I just, art crime's great. Uh, so oh. yeah. <laughs> some would, uh, some would say they're a scream. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, because just Scream has been stolen of, quite a yeah, few yeah, times. You don't, you don't need it's to basically it. one of the more famous art robberies. The Scream. <laughs> yes. Yeah, so, uh, well, okay. Uh, okay. <laughs> Not having it. Uh, should we do the endless search? Yes. Inside, it's a UK IGN crew. Yeah, 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 and ones and twos. We got the games gonna play for you. Inside, I got question for you. Hold up the DJ, we coming through. Yeah, yeah, and ones and twos. We got the games gonna play for you. Inside, I got question for you. Is it in the search? No one appreciates a joke around here. It's good to know. Um, maybe they'll appreciate a game which was played no less than a week ago. Um, I am bringing to you my round of how long did I last. Yeah. <laughs> and we're still talking about video games don't yeah, we? I really don't um, like that's name but it's what it's called Joe you have to deal with yep. it um, if you, if you uh, didn't listen to last week then this game is quite simple it is based on basically I've got seven games here that I have played on PS4 or PS5 that have been tracked by my Playstation 5 via the magic of data uh, surveillance uh, and <laughs> Basically, Joe and Dale have to guess how many hours I've played in this game. Whoever is closest gets a point. And you know what? Because there's such a vast just number you could pick here. I'm going to say it's three points if you bang on. Not mm-hmm. two. Three points if uh, you okay. bang on. Before we start, I just want to point out that Matt, who invented this game, did tweet me last week with an alternative title. So you might, want, oh, okay. you might prefer this, Joe. His alternative title was Guess My Length. Yeah. So, okay. Great. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to stick with how long. Uh, sorry, how long did? Uh, how long did I last? Let's just call uh, it. For game, an example, let's just call it games that made me come or something. All right. Just get like. <laughs> let's just put all our cards on the table. That's, that is. Where does that come from, Joe? No one's thinking that. That's that disgusting. I was going to suggest game time, <laughs> but mm. there you go. Game time. Uh, you know what? I prefer. Guess my length to game time. <laughs> oh god! Um, you don't. You know you're not getting that on Beyond MVC or Unlocked or Game Scoop. Um, but you do get it here. Is that good? I don't know. Uh, I think it is. For example, like, I have. I, I surprise myself with some of these times. Just for example, you never know how long you've played a game. I put 84 hours into MLB The Show 16. Oh my word. What? <laughs> <laughs> I've never heard you talk about that series at any <laughs> oh, point. Really? I quite, I used to enjoy, like, Emmerville 15, 16, 17, I played quite a bit. It would have been just before I joined, though, right. so I'd never bang on about it, but good relaxing games. I've also put something like 70 hours into Don Bradman cricket. Oh, um, of course well, you have. That makes more sense. <laughs> that seems low. It's not good. It's <laughs> pathetic. It's so bad. Right, anyway, let's play the actual game. Okay. And I think this is where it kicks off, because last week there were rumours that I have an obscene amount of time into Overwatch, which may or may not be true. Boys. Yeah. How many hours have I spent playing Overwatch, the video game? Oh, God. 
the okay. Blizzard Hero Shooter. I've got quite an possibly the most fun game of all time. <laughs> um, I know it's big, but it's how big is the question? Well, uh, the question is how long is <laughs> sorry, it? Sorry, how <laughs> how long was your length? Did I last? <laughs> not yet. Sorry. And to be fair, it's not even did I last. This is am I lasting? I'm mm. still going here. This has not ended. It's tantric. <laughs> Yes, uh, <laughs> it's like sting. Uh, how many hours? I'm going to start with Dale. Okay, so I've got. Can you see that? Thirteen. No, uh, you have to say it. One thousand three hundred and sixty yep. from Dale. I've what has Joe for, gone for? Bang on twelve hundred. Ooh. I'm ashamed to admit it is in fact one thousand six hundred and twenty-four. That is how, like, I may remind people, this is how long the game has actually been on. You know, it's not necessarily how long I've been actively in a game. Um, but yeah, it's still too much, isn't it? That's um, more than 66 days. <laughs> Look, I have a lot of people I enjoy playing this game with and a lot of spare time. Uh, <laughs> oh, my word. Um, did only start playing it three and a half years ago. Imagine. So 66 out of my last roughly thousand days have been playing this game. That's fucking nuts. Okay. <laughs> like, that is well. absolutely <laughs> ridiculous. Yeah. Uh, it's good fun, though, isn't it? Anyway, it's I great at, fun, um, but yeah, just do anything else. <laughs> <laughs> well, saying that, Joe, you've played 651. Yeah. So, yeah, it's about right. Uh, yeah. Doe, you've played 286, yeah. so still a healthy amount. Decent numbers, yeah. But we were playing and it that is uh, a healthy, work a lot. A he- yeah. I will remind you, a healthy amount, yeah. not an unhealthy amount. <laughs> you've played an unhealthy amount. <laughs> <laughs> That's horrible. Um, I think, though, like, I went into the in-game um, stats in Overwatch as well. My actual like in-game time is only like 790, so I've only actually been playing the game for like 790. That's so much worse that you spend <laughs> that long on menus and loading screens. I know. Just staring just into the probably, void. Yeah. That's like 30 days of your life just looking at menu screens yeah. and skins, suppose, buying all skins. It, all it's taken is for me one or two days to accidentally leave it running for like 12 hours. That's all it takes. It's and never, it boosts it quite a bit. Anyway, it's far too much. That's only one, though, so that's one nil to Dale. Yeah. Uh, but surprisingly not... If you got bang on on that, it would have been weird. Mm. Um, anyway, my next one is, we previously mentioned it, Metal Gear Solid Five: The Phantom Pain. Ooh, how okay. long did I last playing Ooh. that game? I know roughly how long I lasted. But what, so is, your length? It what is your length? <laughs> stop saying it. No, I will never stop. <laughs> Catching on. Okay, I've got an answer. Uh, uh, it's Joe first this time. I think I'm now, like... you've both... What? What I will say to you now, you've both got your answers written down, right? Yeah. Mm. I did get about halfway through this game. Uh, mm. Okay. Mm, so there we okay. go. I never even made it to uh, Africa, I believe. Uh, oh, well, shit. I think Yeah, I think I've gone wildly over then. Yeah, but same. There we go. I've, I've gone for 61. Ooh. Oh, my God. I've gone for 60. Oh, bollocks. Oh. <laughs> well, yeah, that does mean Dale has edged It's 33 hours oh, I spent yeah, playing that game, yeah. which is still long enough for me to realise I'm having a good time. I'm mm. not having a brilliant time, but uh, that's just me. Um, so that's 2-0 to Dale. Joe, you played 74 hours. Uh, 
Daily, Did I? he played 100, 147. Oh, that's way more than I thought. I thought it was like 95 <laughs> or something like that. Uh, I know no. I did pretty much everything in that game. Like, and that is mm. a, there was a lot to that game. I played for okay. 74 hours. <laughs> that's what it says. Jesus. Yeah. Grow up. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> right, 2-0 to Dale. Uh, game number three. Red Dead Redemption 2. Ah, okay. I feel this like you've done this one. twice as well. Does this include? Yeah, so it will include online time as well, presumably. It will. I yeah, that's. I will. I will give you a clue. That the online time is negligible. I think. Mm. Okay. Okay. It will be Dale first. Right. Okay. I've got one hundred and fifty. Mm. Around one hundred and fifty. I've gone for one nine one. It's only 125. Wow. I have pl- I have played it through twice, which did surprise me. I thought it would be more than that. But mm. there you go. Um, three nil to Dale. Is there a big comeback on the cards? One bang on gets you right back in it. Um, Dale, you've played it for 131. And mm-hmm. Joe, you played it for 94. So mm. That's both less than I thought. Played that game. There we go. Another, another one here that might be uh, hard to get. The combined time, so bear in mind, this is my time for Call of Duty Modern Warfare, and this includes Warzone time. Oh, okay. Because it's the same install. So time that I spent playing the campaign multiplayer of Modern Warfare, the one that came out two years ago, Hmm. and Warzone. Okay. That's massive. Okay. This game has been out, what, year and a half? Almost exactly. Uh-oh. Warzone is a year old. Uh-huh. Have you ever added up all these hours together? No, I don't want to. <laughs> <laughs> so how, how are you squeezing it all in? Nocturnal, aren't you? Just get I mean, yeah. Night. To be fair, this year there's not been a lot else to do. <laughs> <That is very laughs> true. I'm really shooting in the dark on this one, but I, think, yeah. I don't know. Um, it's Joe first. I've gone four. 305. Ooh. Dale. I've gone for 330. Dale again edges it. It's, I'm really bad at this game. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just unpredictable. That's what it is. You just never know how long I'll last. Um, it's 466. I was, I, as I wrote the three, I was like, I should have wrote yeah. a four. But uh, Joe, you've got, you've got 177, which is mm-hmm. still quite a bit. Yep. Uh, Dale, you've got absolutely none. Yep. Didn't I thought you would have played the campaign at least? No, I'm not. I'm just not really into Call of Duty to be honest. I, I, yeah. I, every time I try to dip my toe in, I don't last very long. I'm like, I'm... Oh. <laughs> we're getting <laughs> we're going down this road again. <laughs> there we go. I didn't last. Uh, long, no. Yeah, Call of Duty is not for me. That's all. That means it is four nil to Dale. Means Joe, you need a bang on here somewhere. Which Uh-oh. you know isn't impossible. Wait, uh, how many points you get for a bang on? Three. Ooh. Okay. So three to play. 4-0 to Dale. Mm-hmm. Needs a bang on. Okay, next up we have The Witcher 3 Wild Hunt. Okay. Mm. I'm wondering if you played the DLC or not. You don't have to answer. I'm mm. just wondering. Mm. Well, I know my answer is zero for this, by the way. <laughs> it is zero, which yeah. I was surprised. I thought you... Because you normally play every big game. Mm, I think that, that was before I worked in the industry, and um, I'm not a massive high fantasy person, really. Oh, like, I took I a long you'd... time to play Skyrim. I think you'd 
Maybe when they release the PS5 version later this year. Maybe, maybe three years. Yeah, later. I mean, I really like Cyberpunk, so there's no reason I shouldn't no. give it a This shot is right much now. better than Cyberpunk, let me Ooh, tell you. Yes. Oh, yes. Okay, I've got an answer. Uh, me too. An answer. It's Joe, f- uh, sorry, Dale first. 180. 180. 180. <laughs> <laughs> I've gone for 101. Oh my god, it's 101. Oh, yes! what <laughs> the fuck? Come on! <laughs> He's done How it. How have you done that? I, I just oh, had one. It's just he was tingling. <laughs> I was like, he's not going to have left it a hundred. He's going to squeeze out the extra one. <laughs> that is insane. I am okay. delighted with that. <laughs> tick, Four, tick, three tick. with two to play. Oh my! Oh, word. Dale was relaxed. He's not anymore. Imagine if he comes back. What a comeback! Oh. I mean. um, I'm going to do it I again. I'm going to do it again. <laughs> I've played a hundred and one. Dale, you've played no nothing. Yeah. Joe, do you know how many? How long you played this game for? Probably ages. 317 hours yeah baby I, I absolutely rinsed the entire game and then played both dlc bits to completion because mm-hmm. it's the best dlc ever made um, i i do need to i was gonna go back to do that dlc i'm now just gonna wait for that ps5 it's confirmed now isn't it the ps5 yeah series x version is coming um, second half of this yeah. year cool very excited supposedly. um um yeah, supposedly good shout um <laughs> the yeah just uh, i just I just had a thought. I was like, what, what do I feel like now that I've got that triple thing? Have you ever seen that <laughs> clip of the, um, of the man who gets a strike in bowling and goes absolutely mad and starts <laughs> shouting, who do you think you are? I am. <laughs> That's how I felt. Like incomprehensibly happy with what I just did. <laughs> uh, but anyway, that could have been better if it was like the final one of the whole game. I uh, know. Still, I'm fine. You still it. got still time. To play for, mate. Four, three, two to play. Um, if for somehow, uh, actually no, it's impossible for it to be a tie now, so ignore me. Right. Ghost of Tsushima. Mm-hmm. I think I know how many hours I put in, ish. There's a, there's a caveat here that I'll let you think about yourself. Oh, yeah, oh, don't tell multiplayer. T- Bollocks! I was thinking... <laughs> well, we were both thinking it, so it didn't matter. <laughs> well, I thought you hadn't thought about it, and then oh, you just yeah. did. <laughs> Uh, Joe to go. Okay. This might be wild, but I've gone for 217. Whoa. Yeah. I couldn't... Yeah, you all put all this good work to waste, mate. <laughs> well, it's because you, you played so much Legends. I remember you playing it, like, every night for Not a while. Not much. I it felt like, like you played it a lot. 30 hours of it. Like that for, one, like, but... three weeks, I maybe did. I've got imagine, 99. <laughs> imagine if Dale had just gone... Five hundred and ten. It's it's eighty two, which Ooh, is still it? a decent amount. Uh, you're, you've not put but, a shift in there. You pretend to be a fan of that game, and you're not. <laughs> Do I? Um, I don't know. Well, it's probably spent like thirty hours in the single player and like fifty in Legends. I don't know. Mm. Uh, there that, we go. That single player uh, felt so Legends, much man. longer to me. Yeah, that might say I, something that about Legends, what I thought about it. The like Legends raid was one of the toughest, but also one of the best things I played last year. Uh, so why didn't you play it for that to upwards of two hundred hours then? Because <laughs> <laughs> once was enough. Because it took like seven hours over three days. Oh my it god, horrible. Um, 
but I really loved it. That means it is 5-3 to Dale. So, Joe, you need another bang on. He's done it. He's got previous. Can he do it <laughs> yeah. once more? 100%. I'm the game right is, now. and you, we, we're all waiting for this one, Marvel's Avengers. Oh. How long? <laughs> I don't know how you... How you could possibly fit in a massive amount of hours in this. <laughs> <laughs> You're busy with everything else, aren't you? Nah, last few months. Um, <laughs> okay. Right. Uh, it's Joe to go first. I might be a wild. And if he gets it bang on, I'll have to do... Oh, no, just a minute. No, it isn't. I lied completely. It's Dale to go first. Sorry. Okay. 150. 150. I've gone four. 180! <laughs> Just so you could say it. Yeah. Oh. it uh, Dale, you have won that point, but only by two. It's 163. Oh, uh, nice. Split the difference. So split, yeah, there you go. I mean, it's a 6-3 victory to Dale. But really... But who's going to be remembered? Who's going to remember in that? Who's going to yeah. be remembered? It's like, <laughs> uh, no one's going to remember that North London derby from a few weeks ago, but they will remember Lamella's Rabona goal from it. Ooh, and I'm I do. Lamella. I do remember that goal. Yeah. And then when he slapped someone in the face and got... No, 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 no. Oh, well. Um, Dale, you played 15 hours of Avengers. I'm guessing you did the campaign and stuff. Uh, I didn't finish the campaign. <laughs> well, there you go. I got a uh, section through it and I got bored. Joe, how much How much did you think you actually played Avengers? Would you I, say? Would, I would have... I'd guess... Hmm. I'd guess like 80 hours. Oh, you played 47. Oh, much I less than I thought. A decent amount still. Uh, but there we go. It's I've played it too much, let's face it. 163 hours of that game is... Uh, too much. I just got my Outriders Platinum at lunchtime, I thought everyone would like to know. Good that man. only took like about 40 hours, I think, so I'm happy with that. A 40-hour Platinum in a game like that is decent. Uh, there we go. A good endless search. I hope we all enjoyed it. Uh, what was it called again, Joe? Games That Made Me Come. <laughs> <laughs> Which, do you know what, to be fair, looking at that list isn't inaccurate. No, that's exactly <laughs> what You're not going to choose games you hated. You did no. say Ghost of Tsushima um, Legends um, was a miserable experience or something along those lines. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But sometimes, you know... The love will do that. The love will do that. Exactly. Um, <laughs> should we do some feedback? Uh, <laughs> I, don't know, yeah. I don't know how to segue from that yeah. to feedback. Okay. Yeah. Uh, We've got... first. Yeah, this is from Tyler Wood. And he says, hey, dudes. Oh, there was a good segue there and we missed it completely. Oh, sure, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Tyler Wood. Hey, dudes. A couple of weeks ago, you were talking about stuff that you loved in un-games that wasn't particularly integral to the experience, and one sprung straight to mind for me. Now, I've never been for the oral stimulation of ASMR. Don't get me wrong. I'm up for the experimenting with all sorts of different orifices, (laughs) but the audio sex has never been the thing for me. That was, though, until I played The Last of Us Part 2. The sound of upgrading... This is a very grotty (laughs) podcast, isn't it? Uh, the sound of upgrading a weapon in that game took me somewhere else. I never expected to be pushed to the euphoria by a clickety clack of a killing tool, but I was upgrading the sight. Sorry, but I was upgrading the sight on my long range rifle, a C tier weapon, if I ever found one, just to hear what metallic dings would create. All the best. Hold the ocean in high fucking regard. <laughs> uh, he's right about the those crafting noises. sounds are great. Yeah, they yeah. are. They are really satisfying. good noises. Yeah, uh, mm. I do want to point out that we're going to get some really angry ASMR fans. I know it's not just about <laughs> being aroused. 
Okay, that's Tyler's. <laughs> it can be, it can be yeah. very relaxing. That's Tyler's uh, idea. I don't actually indulge myself, but I, c- I can kind of see the appeal of a little bit of ASMR. There's some weird ones out there, don't get me wrong. But uh, there's some lovely ones. Mm. Uh, there we go. All yeah, right. Those crafting sounds are great. Oh, they're so good. They're so, they're so chunky and noisy. They're great. Yeah. I've got the returning Cole Cohen, the man of the Nigella egg liquid <laughs> um, <laughs> drink. Uh, and if you don't remember, I believe it was last week, uh, his friend Charles wrote in, who said he was the doctor, um, <laughs> and said he lived with Cole's mum and talked about more about the Nigella egg drink. What so, is this story? It's very weird. This is from Cole. Hello again, podcast. At the risk of turning your feedback section into a weird proxy conversation between me and Charles, you asked for some more info about Cambo, so here I am. I can't remember what Cambo even was. No, we'll find out. <laughs> uh, oh, yeah. Yeah, first, though, the provenance of Dr. Charles Williams. He is a real doctor, but not the medical kind. Well, not that kind of medical kind. We're friends from school, and he did live what? with my mum for what a year. What does that mean? What, Sorry, what? what does know. it mean? <laughs> Don't, because Charles will write in, tell us. Uh, (laughs) We're friends from school and he did live with my mum for a year. Not, I might add, as the same time as me. At the same time as me. We had both already moved away from our city, but Charles came back for a year to work. He lived with my mum because his own family live on the far outskirts and the commute was quicker. I like to tell people that while living there, Charles used to dry himself after a shower by making sure my mum was out and then lying down naked and wet (laughs) on the heated floor of the kitchen. But I don't think that ever actually happened. One can dream. He likes to tell people that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> In an unrelated incident, my ex also lived with my mum, not simultaneously to me, after we had broken what? up. What's Thankfully, that here? situation didn't last long. Cole, your mum sounds like a very sort of... accommodating woman, literally and yeah. uh, metaphorically. Yeah. So, sort of halfway house for people, like anyone. Like anyone. <laughs> yeah. So, the Cambo. Joe was right. I often am. It is a go-to-the-jungle type of thing, but if you ask around, you might find that someone who can bring the jungle to you. <laughs> what? I have no idea how a shamanic drug derived from the poison of a South American tree frog ends up... Oh, yeah, wasn't this like... He's it's a tree a frog, frog venom that you put oh, on your face. Like remedies, oh, yeah. Yeah. I have no idea how a shamanic drug derived from the poison of a South American tree frog ends up in the UK, but apparently it does, and you could administer it by burning a patch of your skin and applying the poison to the burn. I'm I'm told it doesn't cause very much in the way of hallucinations, but it does cause plenty of vomiting and introspection. So I think Mm. it sounds like a thoroughly miserable experience, and I'm not really interested. It is very on brand for my mum, though. Hope that clears things up somewhat, but I doubt it has. Respect the sea, Cole. P.S. Still can't find that fucking lemon egg drink recipe. My mum remembers it as well, but can't remember where it came from. This what's going on? In Cole's mum Ryan next. Yeah, clearing things up. In a year of absolutely bizarre tangents, arc, uh, this podcast has taken. I think the the saga of Cole, the lemon egg drink, his mate Charles, his mum, tree frog venom, and living in people's houses when it seems weird yeah. is one of the most odd. <laughs> Jesus, I, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know where it can go next. Um, I just I don't know what to say. Um, good, yeah. well done, Cole. <laughs> also, yeah. Cole, your mum sounds you. nice. Yeah, very accommodating. Uh, mm-hmm. even, you know, even with the frog venom, you know. <laughs> um, I have an email here from Jordan Saro. He says, hi all. First time ever writing into anything. Whoa. Never written a letter. Whoa. Um, here we go. 
do people write letters anymore? Nah. I don't know. Uh, but I won't say I'm a huge fan of the show and team, and it's been a constant supply of joy to me through lockdown. I thought you said I won't say that. No, I will not say that. Say that I'm uh, a huge fan of the show. I think it, but I'm not going to tell you. Uh, <clears throat> thank you very much. Uh, it's great to hear about games, films, and TV from people who have similar opinions to myself. Although saying that, I did love the Snyder Cut. You're, mm. you're very welcome to. Very welcome to. Uh, unfortunately, I had a fairly standard upbringing, so I don't have any strange food stories and have respected the sea at all times, so I don't have any funny, almost drowning stories. So I had to settle on something game-related. You just sound very sensible, and it's not, you know, not everyone can have a frog venom mother. Yeah. Uh, yeah. There you go. Get some cambo on you, mate. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Um, I heard a lot of hype and great reviews about Persona 5 Royal when it came out. As you should have, because it is brilliant. Uh, but I didn't think it was my cup of tea. When the PS Plus collection was released, I tried Persona 5, but after the opening cinematic, I decided it wasn't for me, even though I knew at the time I wasn't giving it a chance. Last month, I was at a loss of new games to play, so I decided to try it one last time, and my opinion completely changed in the very short time since I last tried it. I fell in love with everything about the game to such an extent that in the past month I finished the game and currently playing Persona 5 Strikers, bought a second-hand Vita so I can play Persona 4 Golden, which I'm also loving, and then have plans to try Persona 3 or Persona 5 Royal, as I love the words, worlds they create and the story, which I find genuinely, genuinely compelling. Mm. My question to follow this is, have you ever had instances of hearing great things and a lot of hype about a game, TV show, or movie and not liked it, but then loved it following a second attempt? Thanks mad again, men. Jordan from Peterborough. Mad Men. Did you bounce off Mad Men? I bounced off Mad Men Ooh. twice. Ooh. Really? I thought it was so opera-esque. Really? I'm currently re-watching it uh, again. I started it a week and a half ago. I'm halfway through season four. I just can't stop. It's just it's just like comfort TV for me. It's just so easy to watch. Mm. Uh, but yeah. Nice. I love Mad Men. It's bloody good stuff. Um, I'm glad to hear you're enjoying Persona a lot, though, Jordan, because, yes, they are brilliant. And I can't say I ever bounced off, but, yeah, it, it shouldn't be something I necessarily love because I don't have a long history of JRPGs or anything sort of like anime-like style. So it is weird that I love it so much in mm. my own head, but I do. Um, one that always springs to me, this is the first time I watched The Big Short, I really didn't like it. Something about it just rubbed me the wrong way. And then Ooh. I've watched it about four times since, and now it's like one of my favourite oh, films. I love that. I film. love it. Yeah. I don't know what, I just must have been in a bad mood when I first watched it, because I thought it was like trying too hard. I didn't like the celebrity bits. Like, I just, there's something about it that rubbed me the wrong way. But yeah, now I, I just think it's brilliant. Mm. Um, I, uh, oh, I can't really think of it. I, I bounce off a lot of stuff, but I tend not to go back i did when i was younger i suppose like i remember first time i played final fantasy 7 demo i thinking it was just like i couldn't get my head around what it was and understand it at the time mm -hmm. and i i only went back because i would read about it in magazines and it would be in praise giving 10 out of 10s and stuff and then i forced myself to like it almost in yeah. the end um, and i'm glad i it's did all right to not yeah it's all right to not like things yeah and it's all right like some people i think get quite stubborn don't like admitting they've changed their mind like some people if you've said like oh, i don't like it and then a week later you're like you end up liking it you must be embarrassed to admit you now like it <laughs> it's like the same things like you can fall off things like you can think science starts amazingly and then mm -hmm. gets bad and then be fully you know correct yeah. in that opinion and able to share it but there you go hmm. uh do you have any oh you have mad men you've already yeah mad men's my big one that's like games i think is a very different thing i'm with with mm -hmm. dale on that they're they're often such an you know, like an imposition on your time, as we've discovered yeah. today, yeah. Uh, that 
I, I just if something goes for me, it very rarely is something that I will return mm-hmm. to unless yeah. people are like super into it. I think a wider one for me is probably like the battle royale genre. When Fortnite came out, when Call of Duty Blackout came out, mm. I really didn't like them. They weren't my. I found them too tense, like not fun at all. But then Apex came out, Warzone came out, and now like I play those games all like I love. Yeah, battle royales now. I I, I, it it's just reminded me of another one actually, which was the division when that came out. I remember being in the office vocally saying like, "This is not very good. Not interested in it." And then. Mm weeks later i'm the only one still playing it and putting 80 hours into Mm -hmm. it and everyone else has stopped playing it i ended up loving it so um yeah so like i I feel like ever since final fantasy 13 my 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 patience is like is not the same because i gave that game the benefit of that because everybody said oh at this point it gets really good and i got to that point and i never thought it got good and uh, since then it's kind of now i'll give it five hours and with the game (laughs) with the movie it could be like an hour and if i don't like it that's it like I think that's fair. Yeah. Uh, do write into IGN underscore UK feedback at IGN.com if you have anything you bounced off, came back, and now it's one of your favourite things ever. Uh, could be this podcast. You might have tried it a year <laughs> or two ago and gone, this is awful. You've come back, you've heard Poison Tree Dark Frogs, you've heard Orgasmic Game Names, you've heard all sorts, really. Resident Evil, you've heard actual game talk as well. And yeah. now, it's, you know, now you rightfully think it's the best thing ever. Um, that's okay to admit. Do it. Uh, at... Well, it's IGN underscore UK feedback at IGN.com. Thank you very much. Uh, what what music do we want? Is there any recent, re- recent Evil Village music isn't really a thing at the moment uh, yet, is it? Could play some uh, Sting. <laughs> sting. Because of the tantric sex earlier. Yeah, tantric, <laughs> tantric gaming. Uh, what, what, what do we want? What? Uh, uh, let's just go out really chill. Fields of gold. Let's <laughs> do it again. There we go. Uh, Enjoy. (laughs) Bye. You remember me when the west wind moves upon the fields of Bali. You forget the sun in his jealous sky as we walk in fields of gold. What does feminism mean to you? During Women's History Month, come explore feminism and how it's playing out in real life with season two of Thread the Needle, a monthly podcast. I'm your host, Donna Schill. I use my background in journalism and draw on women's life experiences to add to the conversation on topics that matter to fellow feminists like you. Now in its second season, listen to new episodes each month as we explore finding yourself through divorce, battling call-out culture, questioning our ideas about masculinity and discovering why girls' confidence plummets in their preteens. Guests include Stephanie Kuntz, historian and author of Marriage, a History, April White, author of Divorce Colony, and Loretta Ross, professor on white supremacy and call-out culture at Smith College. Listen to Thread the Needle on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.